Hey, Fifth Line, this is Greg Murray, the voice of the Columbus Blue Jackets, and you're listening to the Artillery Podcast, the number one Blue Jackets podcast in the world, or so they say. Here are your hosts, Jordan, Kyle, Warren, and Tyler. Who wrote this, by the way? What's up, little boomers? Welcome into the podcast, episode 247. Hello. Jordan, Jordan here. Kyle's here. Hello, I'm Kyle. Tyler's here. Hi. Wow. And it's just us three. Uh, Ooh. Warren put it. Warren did his time last week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He did. Uh, you know. He did his. Dudes. Me and him doing a you know episode together for the first time in a while. Yeah, it sounded great. You, know? mm-hmm. you guys sounded great. I was yelling at my. I was listening to it the other day. Was yelling a lot at my car speakers yeah. <laughs> because I wanted to say so many things. But I'll, I'll get a chance here to well, say Well, you, you know, you jumped in a swimming pool with your key fob. Yeah. I know. There's, I don't know what, I didn't know what else to do besides jumping in a swimming pool with my key fob. Yeah. And then my car thought I was stealing it because of that. <laughs> well. It's fucking stupid. Did you put it in rice? Uh, no, I didn't have any rice. No. Oh. At a swimming pool. You just Sorry. don't carry rice with you? Mm-mm. Interesting. Mm-mm. I don't. I don't even know if I have a bag of rice in my pantry right now. I have a box of rice in my pantry. I have a, uh. Tupperware of rice in my pantry. Tupperware. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I have minute. Was it minute rice? Oh, minute the rice. One is in the good. red box. Yeah. 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 Love some good so, rice. <laughs> yes. Love some good rice. <laughs> uh, anyways, welcome into the podcast episode. I don't know what the fuck we're talking about. Rice. We're rice. talking about rice. rice. What do you mean you don't know what the fuck I was we're talking say about? I'm excited to listen to that episode. I haven't listened to it yet. Uh, all right. So brown rice or white rice? Which one do you like? Uh, I go. White rice. White, white rice with the cilantro, for sure, yeah. I go 100%. brown at Chipotle all the time. I need to try it more. I don't know. I don't really think there's that big of a difference. I don't think... I think people think that it's healthier, but I don't think it is. I've never tried it, and I've always thought to try it. I it think tastes, I should just do it. It tastes just like rice. Just do it. I would think so, <laughs> yeah. honestly. No, my cilantro, tastes. or my cilantro. My rice had cilantro in it today at lunch. It was very yummy. Yum. How would you describe cilantro to our listeners? Mm. Uh, cilantro is like a greenish uh, plant that grows from the ground, and when you put it in your mouth and you eat it, it's kind of like uh, like a lemony, limey, a uh, little uh, sp- little s- something, something. You know, it's okay. like a little. Uh, I don't know. Interesting. It's not lemon or lime, but it it's a little lemon limey. I'm not convinced. All right, <laughs> that great description. <laughs> Thank you. Great. This is great content to start the episode. Thank you. Uh, so you said you wanted to yell a lot at us last episode. Well, yeah, I but mean, like that was last week. Okay, I mean, if you have a thought or an opinion about last week's episode that we talked about, Brad Larson being fired, we Brad talked Larson about got fired, legacy on the outs. Like you wanted to yell at something, so you can. This is your moment right now. I don't really care about the Manny legacy thing. He did his thing here. He made his name from Bob and and Bob, whatever, vice versa. Maybe uh, Manny legacy got two Vesnas with Bob, right? So. That's kind of why he was still- Legacy here with Bob. I think so. Was I don't he not? I think he was. No, he's not that new. Not pretty sure he is. Is he really? I don't yeah. think he's that. I think he was. I'll look it I up. I don't though. think he was here with Bob. Well, okay, maybe he was. Yeah. Well, then if that's <clears> then, then why wasn't he fired before? I mean, it's been even worse <laughs> since then. Yeah. Uh, no, I I think that this is going to be a good wake up call for Elvis if if there is one to be had for him at this point. I don't I don't really have any sort of hope that Elvis is going to get any better at this point. I mean. I hope that he does, uh, but I just don't know that it's going to happen, and I'm not going to get my hopes up for it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, Did you like my analogy of how Elvis and Legacy are really good friends? I don't think that boded, bodes well for Elvis in terms of like coaching. Right. That, I agree with that. I was talking to somebody at work about that, Adam at work actually about this, um, about how 
like I think it's going to be good for Elvis in a way that like after they're done with practice, Legacy's not going to be like, hey, you want to come back to the house have a right? few beers? That's what I'm saying. Uh, I don't like that. Like no, that's cool. That's cool, and that's good kind to have of a, a healthy relationship. It's but. cool to have a good relationship with somebody that you know that you look up to, but uh, it shouldn't be your coach like that. And I think that's why Torch was such a good coach. Yeah, it's because he separated that. Nobody shit. wanted to go home with him and have a beer with him after no. the, after practice. You know what I mean? <laughs> I wouldn't either. So I actually I would. Maybe, but he wouldn't want you there. Which no. is, that's, that's no, no, the no, he'd be like, get, yeah, yeah. get this yeah, guy. Like, who would get the fuck yeah. out of here? That that's the difference. Uh, I, I think Manny it, Legacy was hired in 2018. Yeah, he's uh, he's a newbie after five years of coaching for the Monsters and the Falcons. All right, so he's been in the system. Sure, yeah, but right, they didn't cool. have Bob, so I was wrong yeah. about that. Well, I'm wrong about a lot of things. Uh, but yeah, I I think maybe there's not going to be a goalie coach. They have they have to bring a goalie. There coach will in. be. There always is. I don't always need somebody. I think Elvis needs to fucking figure it out on his own at this point. Like you can't, you can't be a successful goaltender to lean on your goalie coach like that. I yeah. feel like that's kind of another narrative that's been pushed around here, where it's it's kind of bullshit to me. Is that he needs to have a good coach to be a good goaltender? That's crazy, right? Well, yeah. I mean, he's in the National Hockey League. He's you know making the big bucks. I, I yeah, I would. I don't think necessarily he's leaning on him, but I think it definitely That's helps. what the narrative's been, is yeah. uh, Manny Legacy is the reason Elvis hasn't been good, or Manny Legacy this, Manny Legacy that. A anything to anything to deflect the blame on, right onto Elvis, because apparently we still have a soft spot for Elvis. Don't know why. <laughs> I, I know why. I'm just not going to say it well, right yeah, now, because I don't want to get... Yeah. Don't yeah. But uh, look, I Elvis has one year left, or else he's getting his ass bought out. He has less than a year. He has what he has Todd Richards' time left. If he if he comes out zero and seven next year, he's he's gone, done, done, and I think that's that's yes, that's perfect. I think that's exactly Jackets what it should, should be. Uh, throw some money at Corpy in the off season. They now bring him back, baby. Hundred percent. I think uh, I think they need to trade for Swayman with Boston. <sighs> yeah, take fifty percent of Elvis' salary, have him go back up Allmark, and and send a send Nazco or somebody over with them. And yeah, I mean, we we bought out contracts before Winberg. So, Still paying for I Winberg mean, right now. We actually. are, and he was yeah. the number one star in the, a game a couple yeah, days he's ago. Got like twenty? Didn't he get twenty goals or something this year? Probably. He's I'm actually shooting the puck in another city. I don't know if I don't think Florida's still paying him, but imagine like playing for Seattle and still getting paid by Columbus from three years ago. That's insane. It's <laughs> pretty stupid. Yeah, good for him. He's getting his money, you know. Uh, Secured the bag, as the kids say. He, if he would have, I guess he probably would have been fine at this point. Right now, right? He probably would have been better than anybody else we've had. Right. Yeah. But anyways, do you have anything else to rant about from last episode? Uh, Brad Larson. Brad Larson was always a filler coach. Always. Yeah. He was never the guy that was going to come in and be that guy. He he never was. We talked about this years. Uh, when it, or the beginning of last season when he first was starting out, Torts was gone and that we knew that was happening and then Larson's here and it's it's a filler. And I think that there's something there behind Yarmo bringing in the worst coach out of the two possible guys and him and Shaw yeah. and, and knowing what's coming up in this draft right now and putting the worst guy in there and starting the tank early. I really think that there's something there with that. Think so? And that now that he has to... Yarmo said it himself... He has to, if, if they want to win next year, which he said they want to, you have to move on from this guy. But Larson was absolutely a filler, always a filler. I bet he was told that in, before he even started coaching by the I front office. I kind of agree with that. I feel like, like he you was a told filler. that. Yeah, absolutely. I don't I, think they told him that. I feel I like he knew that. He I feel like to an extent. Like, there's, like, why would you risk your own career 
and the the, the potential success and the, the potential future job offers if you're being told you're going to be a filler coach for a team that's going to suck. getting a chance to be an NHL coach for two yeah, years but and like also, prove his name, I guess. But like if, if we don't see him be an NHL head coach ever again, then we, we know for a fact that he was a filler. Yeah. If he actually goes somewhere else and becomes coach, then maybe, I mean... I mean, I, I agree with the sense of, like, he was definitely the wrong guy for the job. I mean, I, I didn't make any sense. A lot of fans were, like, you know, just very confused by it because, you know, Brad Shaw, to me, was the better candidate if they were going to hire within the organization. And I think that's why they didn't hire him, because yeah. he was the better candidate. Yeah. But I don't think they just told, like, Larson, by the way, you're the worst of the two, and uh, we're going to tank, and you're going to be a filler coach. <laughs> Imagine that interview, really? That's what the organization's going to do? And he says yes, because immediately he become, he can go be an assistant coach anywhere in the league now because he was yeah, a head coach. He, yeah, he, he can. He will. He'll, so, he'll probably have a job next season. He's, as probably, an he's probably more of a player development guy. I That's kind of what I gather from him, which yeah, I'm know. cool with that. But whatever. Anyway, that's all I had on that. You know. All right. Well, moving on then. We don't have Warren to do his oppression of it. Uh, all right. So there's some rumors here. We have two to talk about. Um, we might be stretching a little bit. I don't know, but it's the off season, and we got to provide some content here. Uh, so the first one I came across was on Twitter. Uh, actually, both were. And this one was potential rumors of former Blue Jacket or former rental, Matt Duchesne re- returning to Columbus. Uh, hmm. So per some, you know, unverified sources, let's just put it that way on Twitter, uh, there might be like a potential three-way trade in the works. Yarmo might be looking to move Roslovic in that contract, which I don't really understand. I, I like Roslovic. I know he's streaky, but... Uh, yeah, it would bring and it would end up bringing Deshane to Columbus. What are our thoughts? Let's just rumor aside, you know. Let's just let's just think about it for a second in terms of do we want to Deshane back here? Uh, I mean, considering how he's played in the last two seasons, yes, he's had a great past two seasons. Yeah, he's gotten he put up forty goals uh, two, two years ago. ago. He put up like twenty two or well, yeah, twenty two this past season. Right. So yeah, I mean, consistent. that's 60 goals in two seasons. I mean, that is pretty dang good. I think we haven't had a single player this season get 30. Uh, so I think, right? Uh, this year, no. Yeah, yeah no, no right. one got 30. And that usually happens for us. And so we, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how you get someone like that. I mean, who do you trade? I don't know. Uh, I mean, Rosovic's name has been dropped. Anthony I mean, Duclair. Yeah. Who, what, who, what is synonymous <laughs> with Anthony Duclair on this team right now? Eh. He's not wait Jack huh? Roslovic. Right? I mean that's what we we traded Duclair and a pick yeah. for Duchesne the first time. Uh, yeah. Oh gotcha. Okay. So whatever the equivalent of Duclair on this team now is, is what we could get Duchesne for. Because he's only older. He didn't get any younger. Yeah, yeah. but he's better. I mean is he? actually I don't know. I mean he's a yeah, he's the same. I mean Colorado, he's really, really good. I yeah, mean, he's still, he like I said, he's still putting up great numbers. And also, we need, we need a center. I think that's the biggest con. I think that's the, why this maybe is a conversation right now on Twitter with some people. I don't, I don't know how credible the source is, but I would definitely entertain it because we still need a number one center. And I think Matt Duchesne can still be that in, not at for this a, point in his career. He's not a number one center, center for a playoff pushing team, though. I mean, look at Nashville. Yeah. yeah. So he's not that. But he, I think he would be the best center on our team if we he get him. He would be, but then we're getting a guy in the draft, a top four pick. Regardless, we're getting it our number one center in this draft yeah. in the future. So you have to think about bringing him in 
And then if he's going to be your number one center, him moving down to number two and having... So he would only be like another filler. Which I'm fine with that because our center depth altogether is poo-poo. That's yeah, so, not great. Yeah, I don't so know. Get, yeah, I mean, get, give me a couple centers. Like, yeah, I'm okay. If he's not going to be our number one in the future, but he's still a part of this team, he's a great number two. Yeah, you have our number one draft pick, or our draft pick for this year, and then as number one line, yeah. number one center, uh, Matt Duchesne, second line center, and then Boone Jenner, third. That's kind of like a really good fucking. That's that's solid. Yeah, that's I, I like that a lot. And, and, and Matt Boone Duchesne, would like, play third. I think so if Duchesne comes in. Um, but I mean, I, th- I don't think that Duchesne never really left on bad terms. He just didn't resign. Like I no contract was even offered to him. Yeah. So like and there's, there's, there's like no, the, the circle of like three other people doing it. So yeah. Like, so kind of got, it wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah. So like I, I have no ill will towards him, but I mean, I would, I'm just saying if there is any validity here, I'm entertaining it because we need some center depth on this. Yeah, team. I like it. Yeah, I could. I I'd be okay with him coming in. It just depends on what the price is. I'm not giving up a. I mean, I guess the L.A. first round pick would probably be game for that potential. I don't know. Yarmo said he's going to go get a defenseman with that. I just don't know who it would be at this point, uh, if not another goaltender. I wouldn't put anything past Yarmo at this point. I could I could totally see that L.A. pick going over for Duchesne, and probably a prospect is what it would yeah. be. Is what it would end up being. But I'm here for it. I mean, if that's what it is, then I just. I mean, at this point, I've made so much fun of the fucking guy that... Yeah, I was going to say, all the shit that you have probably said about and you guys have like, said about there's him... There's just like, no going back at this yeah. point. That'd be so, so funny if he came back. I kind of want to be against it just because I know, like, I don't know. I've said so many bad things about him. <laughs> like, I was happy he got part of his finger cut off. That's pretty bad. I wasn't happy about it, but yeah. like, oh, you can't play guitar now. You fucking... No, they uh, they reattached it. Oh, who they, cares? Yeah, so stupid. He said he should have full mobility by the like next season. Mobility so. in the tip of your finger? I've I, never moved the tip well, of my finger. You know, it should be works? fully functional. I don't know. I'm just... <laughs> just the tip, baby. Uh, uh, it's always... Yeah, you, have, you need just the tip to just play, a little, tip. play a little guitar. That's all you need. So yep. he'll, he'll be fine. He'll, he'll have his country music career. Just, Bring him in. Bring him in. Just in Columbus, Ohio. He doesn't, he doesn't pay attention to what we say. Yeah. No, I don't know. Right? So I, I can just say so. whatever I want. Like, Matt Duchesne's a piece of shit. You could say that. And he could still come to Columbus and it'd be fine. It'd be, yeah. I think he, I think, I, I welcome it. That's all I'm saying. I welcome Matt Duchesne. You think he still, like, you think he still travels around, if he gets traded here, still travels around Columbus and tries to play in shitty little bars? Is like Maybe. A, I would go see him. Music? Would you? I would support him. Maybe he'd go, you know, play a Bristol Republic in the short north. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. There. I would I would go listen to him. You think he still like would travel to Nashville on his off days to go play in bars 100%. down there? <laughs> Probably. Like, oh, I wish I was still here. Yeah. <laughs> wish Whatever. you guys didn't trade me. Uh, all right. So speaking of other players that uh, are rumored to Columbus, this one seems to like have the most um, the most uh, traction. Kevin Hayes. So I guess uh, this is per Elliot Friedman from Thirty Two Thoughts. He said that uh, the conversations between the Philly front office and the and the Jackets front office. Uh, are, have heated up and they are revisiting the idea of a trade for Kevin Hayes. Uh, he's a center, big body. We need that on this team. He had 18 goals, 36 assists last year on a very shitty Flyers team, but we were shittier. Uh, do we want to see a Kevin Hayes come through the doors here? No, see bus. I'm not against seeing anyone come in here, honestly. I mean, I have my like four guys I want to stay. I want Ken Johnson, Line A, uh, Goudreau, and I mean, a couple more, but I mean, there's a lot of guys that I would not mind see leaving this team. Um, it would be sad for a second, but then I'd get over it because like Kevin Hayes, the idea of that is also awesome. I just, I'm, I'm down for a lot of these rumors because 
I don't like what I see right now on the ice in general, and it's it's it would be nice to see some new interesting names. Kevin Hayes definitely has an interesting family name, right? There, like his his brother played in the league. I think his dad played. Um, he's got the lineage there. Yeah, I think that he's overrated in my opinion. He puts up decent numbers. He got he didn't get along with Torts. Got cut a few times. There were some there were some problems with them. Uh, in Philly, um, whatever. I I don't think I would. My Kevin Hayes it would be another filler. I don't think that he's he. What is he? Thirty five now. Yeah, he's definitely uh, he's older. So um, I or maybe he's not that old. He's thirty. Is he? He's only thirty. Yeah. So he has probably oh know, three oh. four more years. I was thinking he's way older than that. No, thirty thirty's good. Yeah, I could see him needing it. Oh, I'd love it. Yeah, bring him in. Sorry, I thought I thought he was thirty five. No, if he's but 30- also I I don't I don't disagree with you because when I first heard that rumor, I was like, is is he that good for us to like be really excited about him? He had like two really good years in Philly. Yeah, like yeah. his his numbers are nothing exceptional. Kind of like, like Taylor Hall in Arizona. Yeah, they're consistent. Yeah, like he's so. consistently Jersey, I mean. in double digits with goals and assists, but like he's not he's not blowing the socks off people. Like he's yeah. he's a good quality NHL defense or uh, center, and I. I, I I welcome it, yeah, but great on both. Great I, bring, I welcome centers, that's for sure. He's yeah, a really good centers. back checker. He's big, lays the body, and doesn't get hurt very often. Um, somebody would be pretty solid, you know, with a good throw, and probably not a line eight. Probably have to split those two up. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I yeah. Fuck yeah, bring him in. It, yeah, if it came down to Duchesne or Hayes, Duchesne. Yeah, give me Duchesne. I would take Duchesne too. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, his numbers Duchesne far and away better. But, but it sounds like the. I mean, even. Even Elliot Friedman on his podcast more than once talked about Columbus and, and Philly being in talks even before the deadline oh, about yeah. Kevin no, Hayes. This has been like... And yeah, they just couldn't been, get anything done, but it's probably going to get resumed in the offseason. So. I think so. I think something does... I think at the end of the day, I think Yarmo does make something happen regardless of these two players. Uh, something has to be done. I wait. I, I can see another big trade that Yarmo kind of like maybe fleeces another team or I don't know how it works, but he's very good at that in the years past, so something is going to. I think something big is going to break with the Columbus Blue Jackets in the off season. I think it'll be regards, on draft day. Regards to a trade, it's gonna be draft day. You think so? Yeah, I think. I mean, not, that our top four pick is not going anywhere, but we also have a second first round pick from LA. Yeah, and if LA ends up losing to Edmonton, that's a twenty third pick or better. Yeah, at this point, so that's a good pick in this draft. No, it is, yeah. So that could get moved somewhere for something else because our our defensive prospect pool is very deep. We don't really need to draft any defensemen right now that are needed in the next couple of years. I think the Jackets acquire defensemen for that guy. Absolutely. To come in an established in their prime late 20s defenseman that can come in and play now. Absolutely. Like Ryan Graves uh, is somebody else who who's been talked about who might be a UFA this offseason if I'm not wrong. So that might be something we're looking at. I I welcome it. You were about to say something, weren't you? No, no. I was I was I was just reacting to what oh, you were saying enough. in my face. <laughs> yeah, Ryan Graves. Uh, but yeah, I, I think draft day is going to be another one of those days like a few years ago when Seth Jones got traded to Chicago. Yeah. It's going to be kind of like, I, th- I think that it's going to be like that again this year where there's going to be a blockbuster trade that happens involving us. And it seems like it's almost, it's every other year we're in a blockbuster trade. Yeah, we point, are, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Right? Always. I mean, it's, it's pretty, it's crazy. Or if it's not for a blockbuster trade, we're fucking signing Johnny Gaudreau out of nowhere. Which huh? is just crazy. We're always in the conversation, good or bad. Like, and look what we're doing. And that's, why, and that's why I want to say to the Yarmo haters out there, fuck you. We're always in the conversation, always. And I go back to our uh, Panarin Saad trade. 
every single time. Yeah. You want to talk shit? How about how about Seth Jones Johansson trade? How about that? Everything it's it's done nothing but uplift this team into conversations all the time in nationally about Panarin for Saad, about Jones for Johansson, uh, Jones for Boquist to Chicago, and all like we got these picks back. It's just all this shit like that. He, he's always putting us in great, that conversation. Great. He nationally. does, but again, one playoff series, one in ten years. If you know that track record, not great. That's all I'm saying. Like he's the general manager, and in ten years, he's only done one. He got us one playoff series win. Sure, he makes great trades. Of course, he does. We know that. That's a known fact. He does a great job with trading. But I just feel like his draft. We're not in the right conversation. We're always in the conversation. We're in the conversation yeah. of like trades and players, but we're not in the conversation of ever winning. That's that's that's, that's the that's issue. the difference. We were yes. once. It was the season we swept Tampa. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's it. It we was were the once. The, the pre. I will never forget. I was listening to like some like ESPN radio show or something. I don't. It was uh, 2019, the the year or 2018 even that season. I don't know. Go look at the date on that picture up there. The preseason that we beat. Tampa in the playoffs, everybody was talking about how Columbus could be a sneaky good team this year. And like, yeah. oh, Columbus, oh, you got to put them in the conversation because they're going to finish top yeah, four. The, that. that was awesome. Yeah. And then that was the only time I can ever remember us being in that conversation. Uh-huh. Yep. But <laughs> this is Yarmo. Yarmo has two, three years left. Two I, years I left. Agree. I agree. He has to hire the right coach now. Mm-hmm. That's why Larson's gone because he knows he only has two years left. Yeah. And it's going to take two years for the right coach to come in and make a difference. In my opinion, oh yeah, no, I agree. I he has. Hopefully, this. it only takes a couple months for the right coach to come in and then make a difference. Maybe a couple. It starts. I don't, tra- I don't want it to camp. be within. I I I want to. I want an outside hire. <laughs> Jared Bull. No, <laughs> no, that'd be no. another fail. Oh, that would be really bad. Yeah, I yes, Rick Nash. No, I know. I see. No, no, I know. I agree. I don't want that to happen. Player development is where he belongs. I don't want him to tarnish his legacy here. We in need Columbus. a name, right? We need another name. We got John Tortorella was a name, and that was the best. That was the best, uh, whatever for the jackets. Like yeah. timeline for the jackets. Give me Peter Laviolette. Yeah, we no. need a, we need a name. We need a name. Ruben winner, thirteen playoff appearances, Stanley Cup. I agree. I'm not against that either. Come I on, want Yuka Yolan. All right. Well, if say his Finland. name right, then maybe we'll get him from <laughs> Finland. <laughs> I don't know. Whoever it is, I hope it's the right guy. And I know yeah. Yarmo will. And Yarmo, we trust. I'm still and Yarmo. Not and Yarmo, we, we trust for three more years. We trust for two more years. Two more years. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving on. So, uh, this one, I was doing the show flow yesterday, and I was putting together all, everything for this segment, and uh, I'm not we are revisiting our season predictions for the 2022-2023 season. Oh, boy. And, oh, boy, are they a doozy. Kyle, oh, you have nothing to be worried about. You goodness. were the closest in every area. <sighs> yeah, but I was still, like, way off, though. Yeah, I just I I did you read all, through them? I, I did. I was sitting way, here cringing real hard because I, here's off, the thing. When I, let me just off. say, let me just say before we get started, I knew that my guesses were like ridiculous, mm-hmm. but I wanted to have faith. Yeah, I sure. we had we had a superstar coming in next to another superstar. Like I just tr- I was like this could be it. Like this this yeah. is and I so I was excited, but I knew they were ridiculous. I'm just gonna say that. All right, so let's just, uh, we're going to go through it here one by one. <laughs> we're going to, and after this segment, I mean, if you're still going to listen to this podcast and try, take our opinion, that's good. On, good on you, I guess. Uh, good on you. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, all right, so here we go. We're going to start off with player goals for the uh, for this previous season. Uh, who was going to lead the team in goals? So myself, Jordan, 
I had Patrick Line at 44 goals. Uh, Warren had Line at 50, 50 goals. Like another Dubensky prediction, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, Kyle, you had Gaudreau at 35 goals, and uh, Tyler, you had Line at 43. Uh, when it came to Line, he ended up with 22 goals, so not terrible, but again, we're all way off. Yeah, uh, Gaudreau, Kyle, who you had, he ended up with 21 goals, so you were a little shy there as well. I said 35. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, way fucking closer than saying 50. 50 is ridiculous. For line A. When I heard that, I was like, what the hell, Lauren? Jeez. <laughs> My God. I mean, you said 44. You weren't far away well, from him. relax. He got half of it. Yeah, come on, bro. I said 43. I <laughs> yeah. had some realistic <laughs> expectations. You know what? He got half the that total that I predicted, and he was hurt half the season, so, so maybe he would have had 44. Who, who knows? ended up leading the team? Oh. Uh, it was Jenner, I think, with 26. Yep. All right. Which is really not Speaking great. Speaking of Duclair, he scored. Oh, do, oh, oh great. Yeah, we're watching the Florida Boston game right now. Oh, Duclair. Yeah, course. look at that. Of course. All right. So, uh, assists. So, this one, we actually were pretty all on par here. And this is good. Uh, so, we kind of know what we're talking about. Uh, we all had Gaudreau leading the team in assists. Uh, I predicted 69. Nice. Uh, Warren predicted 60. Kyle, you also predicted 60. And Tyler, you predicted 82 assists for Gaudreau. <laughs> oh, he, yeah. You, yeah. I, was looking, I was looking at the real one, and I was like, oh, 74. I was actually pretty close. And I was like, oh, wait, that's the point. That's points. the total points. <laughs> Whoops. Yes. Uh, so Gaudreau ended the season with 53 assists. So that puts uh, Warren and uh, Kyle, you tied for uh, closest there. Ah, Warren and I are going <laughs> to have to fist fight. All right. Uh, so that's yeah. fine. I'll win. Um, so, yeah, like that one was more, you know, realistic. Aww. We we all kind of were in the same ballpark there. You love to see it. Uh, all right. So the next one, most overall points on the team for the season. Uh, I predicted 105 for Gaudreau. Warren predicted 92 for Gaudreau. Uh, Kyle, you predicted 95 for Gaudreau. <laughs> and Tyler <laughs> coming in hot Woo! with 117 points for Johnny Gaudreau. <laughs> I will revert back to my previous statement. So Continue. Gaudreau ended up with, he did he did lead the team, so we all got that right. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. Uh, just with 74 points, not 117, Tyler. Those injuries, huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, the closest there would be Warren with a 92 prediction, so. Whatever. Interesting. Warren's not that smart. So this one, this one's insane because this one's just <laughs> absolutely comical. And to be fair, Elvis was coming off a season where I think he had like 22, 23 wins. So, like, realistically, like coming into the into a new season and addition of Gaudreau, you know, this is, you know, we had high hopes for Elvis. Yeah, Elvis. for sure. We, yeah, we expected him to get better, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. You would think. Uh, instead, he took a drastic decline. Uh, so, this is overall win total for a goalie in the season. And oh, who I would, who would, quotes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, I predicted Elvis. With 33 wins. <laughs> oh, my God. 33 wins. Uh, I also was quoted in this episode as saying, this is Elvis's year. Um, so there's that. This is too. Elvis's year to completely crumble. Uh, yeah. That's what you meant to say. Uh, yeah. I should have followed that up with that. Uh, Warren predicted uh, 30 wins. And he said in sarcasm, which 30 wins is great, but Warren in sarcasm said, this is Elvis's year. I don't know why he said that, but he said that anyways. Uh, that was a little takeaway from when I was listening yesterday. Uh, Kyle, you predicted Elvis with 29 wins. Ugh. 
way off. And uh, also, Tyler, you did the same thing, Elvis. Yes. Um, and yes. you all, you also said in this episode, which I think you you were correct, that Corpy would play more than we think. And I, think I was did. right on that. I think you were right on that. He um, played like two games less than Corpy. Yeah. So 33 wins, 30 wins, 29 wins, 29 wins. Elvis ended up with seven wins. That's like really, <laughs> really, really <laughs> bad. He was 7, 18, and 2. Uh, yeah, he was legitimately the worst goaltender in the league. statistically in the league. Yeah, like, including backups. Like, like, it's insane. Just like a normal fucking, uh, like, Florida. Let's see. How many wins? You keep keep going, but... Uh, uh, Corpy, he came away with 11 wins. He, had a, he was 11, 11, and 3. So a little better record than old Elvis. Uh, but yeah, so we were so far off on that one. He, yeah, he, that was a bad one. That was really bad. Um, I mean, we had hope for Elvis coming into the season. We did. Uh, you know, we expected him to come in and do... And Especially coming like, off a year where you had like over 20 wins. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it, was not a realistic, like, it was a realistic expectation for Elvis. Not even like if we if we expected the Jacks to be as good as they were, he had to get literally like 29th because like not even uh, the Blues made the playoffs, but Jordan Biddington had 27 wins. Damn. Like that's crazy. Yeah. Well, I had, we had the expectation, baby. We had a Gaudreau. Elvis coming off a decent season, and then just whatever the hell that was last year was just atrocious. But anyways, brutal. Uh, all you right. know what? Whatever. It's you know, it's we're still very uh, very knowledgeable, right, guys? Kind of. <laughs> I don't know. All right, so here we go. Actual points on the season. So this is like you know wins losses for the jackets. Oh god, this it's is so where bad. it gets. This is where we're heating up, boys. Oh my god. Uh, so I predicted the jackets would have ninety seven points. 44 wins, 29 losses, 9 OTLs, uh, 97 for me. Warren coming in hot with 102 points, 48 wins, 128 losses, 6 OTLs. Uh, Kyle, you were realistic. You said 90 points. I, that's not even... Well, okay, so they had 82 the season before. Yeah, so... I mean, that's, added, And all they did was add Goudreau. Still yeah. I expected him to get wins. better. Still yeah. had him in the 40 mark. You did. You have 42 wins, 34 losses, 6 OTLs. Uh, Tyler, you had the most of anybody, 104 points on the season. 40, almost the 50 club. You had him at 49 wins. Jordan, I thought we were going to like just like completely ignore that episode no. quietly delete it Absolutely and never bring not. this up ever again no nope. I'm, I'm so disappointed in you <laughs> we have to it's for the it's for the people <laughs> uh 49 wins 27 losses six otls uh so just you know for re- for sake of it you know the jackets they ended up with 59 points Ooh, we were close. Uh, it's it's almost like if you just reverse the wins and losses, we were pretty spot on. <laughs> it's honestly like <laughs> yeah, if we you close. just divide my number by two, that's the actual amount of points we <laughs> <Right>? got. <laughs> uh, they ended up 25 wins, which I still don't know how they even got 25 out of this season. Uh, 25, 48, and 9 on the season. So. so bad. Yeah, if you flip a couple of those, like we're pretty much right there. Honestly. <laughs> so, uh, All right. So here is the prediction for the final regular season standings in the Metro this is the final spot for the Blue Jackets that they would place. I have them in fourth, making the playoffs, lose in the second round. Warren had them in third in the Metro playoffs, losing the third round. Uh, Kyle, you had them fifth, no playoffs. 
So you were the closest of anybody. Yeah. Uh, you said they're going to miss out, but not by much. Uh, you said the Atlantic Conference was pretty stacked, and you think we're going to bounce, get bounced by one of those teams. Yes, which I guess technically we did. <laughs> right? Technically, we I mean, we got bounced by many teams. <laughs> yeah, by in December. Every single team yeah. in the league. We, we were bounced by. out of the playoffs in December. So I mean, yeah. Uh, Tyler, you have them fourth making the playoffs, Eastern Conference Finals for you, and we lose. Mm-hmm. Um, which is the same Jesus. as the, which is the same. Let, let's be fair. Same <laughs> as the third round. So same guess as Warren. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. So yeah, those are the hot takes. Oh uh, yeah. I don't see the, uh, oh no, I do. Never mind. I was going to make a joke. Never mind. Um, what's your joke going to be? I was going to say, I don't, you have, um, the actual above all these besides us. What was our actual, uh, season standings? Uh, we finished dead last, uh, 59 points. Oh, okay. yeah. I got you in the Metro. All right, so here are the overall Metro standings predictions. We'll just kind of get these out rapid fire. The one that the biggest takeaway I have is we just we all were shitting on the Devils, and here they are. In the yeah, they're, yeah, and, <laughs> yeah, uh, and playing well, right? Uh, so I, my predictions, I had I had the Canes, Rangers, Capitals, Jackets, Penguins. I had the Penguins missing. I got that one right. Finally, finally, it took me five years. Uh, Flyers, Islanders, and Devils. So. The actual, st- well, let's go on to warm really quick. Canes, Rangers, Jackets, Islanders, Capitals, Flyers, Penguins, or sorry, Capitals, Devils, Penguins, Flyers. Uh, Kyle, you had the Rangers winning, Canes in second, Penguins, Capitals, Jackets, Islanders, Flyers, Devils. Also, your hot take for the Flyers, Kyle Cam was Cam gets the C. And he didn't play all season. Correct. That's awesome. <laughs> yes. Fuck yeah. Uh, had Devils last place. <laughs> I had Devils in last place. I did too. Ah, oh, fuck New Jersey. I was just mad at them because they were mad at Goudreau. Right. Uh, Tyler, you had the Rangers, Canes, Penguins, Jackets, Capitals, Islanders, Devils, Flyers. You were spot on with the Flyers. And Hell yeah. Essentially. Uh, so how the standings actually ended, Carolina with 113, Devils with 112, who we had all in last place, pretty much. Uh, Rangers, 107. Islanders, 93. Pittsburgh, 91. Washington, 80. Philadelphia, 75. And CBJ, 59. It's we brutal. Were, we were so far off, even from second to last. Yeah, it's really bad. Holy shit. So, yeah, we all were very off there. All right, this one's kind of fun. Uh, so, we also did our biggest surprise or biggest biggest surprise or disappointment. Uh, this one's pretty good. We did have, I fuck the season up? You did. I did, didn't I? You did. So, we did a snake draft on this one, so you started first this time, Tyler. Uh, so, your biggest surprise this year was Bimstrom, and he's going to have 10 goals uh, on the season. Yeah, he was close. It's seven. But not 10. Not 10. <laughs> and, all, like, that's... Sh- 10's like not even that high right Yeah, there. no, it's really not. Yeah, so I don't know how that's like that's a surprise. Yeah, it's kind of shocking. You yeah. called that? Wow. Yeah, my disappointment. Uh, it's disappointment. I called oh, it, yeah. but yeah. like I said, I think I fucked us. It was it was my it's my fault the jackets lost. Had a few so many of them. Men. Had a few of them even. Yeah. So you're I guess uh, I was literally gonna say Wurenski yeah. at the beginning of season two, but I did not want to like say a name. Yeah. So yeah, his biggest disappointment was season ending injury for a big player. Mm, you cursed yep. the whole damn team. Yep. You cursed the whole damn team. And you guys team. said it too. Like when I, that came oh, out no, of my I, mouth. When I was listening, like, I was like, why are you, you saying say? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That was like, yeah. well, you know, it's not like it's actually going to happen. And then it yeah. happens. So. It I will happened. never do that again. Yeah. You live and you learn. Um, but yeah, I, uh, to piggyback off of your biggest surprise, I said if Bentram is a part of this 
the entire if he's a part of this team the entire time. Uh, I redact. I retract my ninety-seven. That's he not was. how that works. He was pretty much. That's like, not once, how the predictions work. You don't just get to do that. I do it. No. Once he came from the AHL, like he was number one goal scorer in the AHL, and we were like, "All right, here we go." And yeah. then he was part of the team the rest of the season. Yeah. So you you won it all. And he also fucked our chances of getting Bedard by scoring that game time yeah. goal. Up. Nobody fucked any chances. Second to oh, last. Yeah, don't, get, so, don't get Kyle started. What are you though, talking even, about? No, you're right, Jordan. Thank you. Fucked our chances. <laughs> Anyone want another beer? Uh, yeah. I'll take another white or a high nooner. Hey, don't take the headphones with you. I'm just going to drink a little bit more of that Woodford, and I'll be good. All right, so Kyle, this is you now. Biggest hey. surprise, you have your check. Making the team out of camp top six defensemen for this previous season. He didn't do that. He played four games. Yeah. Yep. He has the makings. He has the makings, so we'll, maybe we'll see it You know, this upcoming year. You probably just need another year to develop. Maybe. I don't know. Big dude. Yeah. And I think he could be a really good defenseman. Uh, yeah, I, I am surprised that he didn't make the team out of camp, to be honest. Yeah. I was surprised we didn't see him more given the injuries, but maybe they don't want to ruin him this early I, on. They, <laughs> they did it with Marchenko. They kind of have a plan where they kind of just, no matter what, they're keeping guys down for as long yeah. as they need to be down there. And Which I'm okay with that. Sure. Like, I mean, in a year where it doesn't really matter, wins and losses, I guess. Yep. They had to have, they knew that coming into the season. They had to have now that I'm like looking back at it. They had, with everything that happened and everything they've done and everybody they kept and didn't keep and this and that, yeah. it, they knew what they were doing. For they sure. knew they were tanking this year. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't think they knew they were tanking. I think yes. once all the injuries took place, they're like, all right, this is done. Like, uh, maybe, I, think, maybe. I think maybe like once Z went down. I like, don't know. I think when they started like one and nine. Well, there was that too. And everybody was yeah. still not injured. It was three and kind, nine. Relax. They kind of. Re- oh, okay. <laughs> they kind of realized, hey, maybe we're not going to do anything this year. Yeah, that could that could be too. I, I think- tr- truly did not believe that they said to themselves that they were tanking until like. 70 games into the season. I, I truly either. believe that entire time that they were like, we have respect. We have pride. We have yeah. to play for that. No, they said that's, they weren't just gonna shit, tank. that's just shit they say. No, I know. But I'm, I know, but I'm just saying. You and fall for it. Based off what I was seeing on the ice, which. Well, we, the players we, we, aren't going to tank. Which we realized, I mean, by some of my comments on podcasts previous <laughs> that I haven't had watched much. Mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm. Um, you know, I just didn't believe it until like. The tenth to last that so nice. so yeah. cute and naive. I am. I watch. I watch hockey, just not like losing. No, I teams. mean about that. You thinking <laughs> that the front office thought that we have respect and pride for our team, and we're gonna win at all costs, even if it well, costs us our future jobs. Yeah, bullshit. I don't know. They were tanking on. They they were tanking from the get go on this. No, one. They weren't tanking from the get go. Yeah, no. Way. I bet they were. I mean, it's getting just, Goudreau in here on a seven year contract, and then being able to build around him for the next six years. They absolutely were trying to get, the but best nobody pick could in this have draft. predicted all the injuries. Though that's the thing, they were bad before the injuries. They were, but they they got considerably worse because of that. They kept Brad Larson to get worse. All right. <laughs> Anyways, Warren, he's not here, but his uh, surprise. You didn't say my disappointment. Oh shit! Oh, I didn't. You're right. Uh, Boquist, proneness to injuries, hurt too much. Yeah, he played 46 games this year, 24 points, nailed it. You did. He was hurt a lot. I told him at the cannonball to change his fucking number, yeah. and he said, "I don't. I will number. I want to be number three, but I didn't want to disrespect Seth Jones." And I said, "Fuck Seth Jones. I want Seth Jones back. I Whatever. <laughs> I'd rather give Boquist his number. That's fine. But yeah, I, I Boquist agree. is coming out next season in number three, and it's going to be because of me. 
I agree. I think he should change his number. That the number he has is permanently jinxed on this franchise. Do so, it. Yeah, I'm okay with that. So yeah, you you got that one correct. So, uh, Warren, you said I also said it's going to be worse this season than last year. Yeah. After I predicted having more points. <laughs> yes. That, I, I noticed that when I was listening back. I was like, that makes no sense. But yeah, yeah. But I was right about that too. Yeah. Uh, Warren says, Eric Robinson, nothing added besides, uh, or what, what did I quote here? I don't know. He said Eric Robinson's going to have a great year. Ended up having 12 goals, 12 assists in the season. Um, and he was, I think Warren's reasoning was, you know, his buddy Gaudreau, who he played with before, uh, was coming into town and that would elevate Robinson's game. Who's buddy? Huh? I said, who's buddy Goudreau? That was his buddy Goudreau. I know. I, I was making, it was a bad joke. That was a terrible joke. Who is buddy? Like no. who's, all right, I'm just going to shut up. You just shut the fuck up. Okay. Anyways, uh, his biggest disappointment, Rosovic. He said, shine or dim? He's going to dim. That was Warren's quote. <laughs> I don't know what that means. But. Warren is an interesting cat. <laughs> he is. You know, he's in, he's, uh, he is hosting a trivia night. Oh, God. For a company, for a corporate event this week. Interesting. They are paying him to come in and run their trivia for the corporate like event this week. Because somebody, uh, I won't name any names, not anybody in this room, okay. but somebody told this corporate company that, yeah, Warren has experience in that because he does CB Jeopardy on the <laughs> Artillery podcast. So he now does? Warren... That's awesome. <laughs> so now Warren is getting paid money for a side hustle to go do... He had to like buy the software. He came over last night to the apartment and practiced a little bit. Oh my he's going to kill it. I he think he's going to do it. so fucking good I because think, yeah, he'll do fine. He's agreed to it. He's committed to it. He's got like he's doing his own question. You know how good a CB Jeopardy questions are. Oh, they're are. phenomenal. They're amazing and yeah. so well thought out. He's going to put his mind to it, and that's why he's not here tonight. Bastard. Because he's doing he's not because he's doing, but he's like writing his questions and doing more research and like practicing more tonight. So he left the the very thing that got him this gig. The very, this very podcast. He did it last week when nobody else was here, so he gets a pass. Right, that's fine. Cool that's out. true. Good for Warren. CB, CB Jeopardy legend. The noise you just made. Uh, Sheesh. You haven't heard. Sheesh. But why did you do that? Uh, what is the context? Because I that? felt like you got him when he said that. When you said that. Uh, he was Warren, the only one that showed up. Yeah, I felt like that was. Oh, yeah. All, okay. all right. I'm sorry. Natural. All right. Now I'm over. Last, last one of the season <laughs> predictions. <laughs> Uh, last one on the season predictions was me. I predicted Cole Sillinger having a breakout year. 32 goals, baby. Uh, what is it? Hey, we were close. Kyle was in disbelief yes. when you said that. <laughs> you were in disbelief. Yes, you were like, what the fuck? Are you kidding me? Uh, he ended up with a three in his goal total, though. It was just three goals. Three goals. Three goals. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, eight assists, 11 points. So bad. And I even wrote an article. Uh, about Cylinder not having a sophomore slump, but I was like, he's going to just have a come out year. Oh my and God, that's right. We have a website. We, <laughs> we should get back. To, we wrote like I, articles yeah. for the first couple of weeks. and I forgot yeah. about that. We, we yeah. We're more of talkers, you know? Uh, sure, man. Yeah, okay. Uh, my uh, biggest disappointment, uh, the Chili Chant continues and ruins all momentum in games. Uh, there was true. no momentum to be had this season. So that is no not valid. true. Was that is not true. Yeah. There was plenty of times where there was a hat trick had or something else happened where it was fucking awesome. That's fair. And it was kills. It, it. was kills it all. Motherfucking. There's uh, no way. Kirill Marchenko's 20th goal of the season was the third goal of the game that he scored it in. And it was a fucking chilly chant. <laughs> oh, I it. wanted to jump off the roof. Ruins it. 
But yeah, those are our season predictions. I think we uh, we had no idea what we're talking. We about. nailed it. I thought. I thought we nailed number it. Number one, hockey, number one, Blue Jackets podcast. <laughs> Tim, right? Number one, baby. Hi. 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 It's trivia time. Which we only have a couple left, right? I feel like we have like this one left and then maybe one more and then yeah. I feel like we have to call it. I think so. But like the thing is, you can turn it down just like the slice. Uh, I feel like the thing is, who's winning right now, Jordan? I believe I'm winning. Let me uh, let me get to that here real quick. No way. Know. Yeah, I definitely am. I'm up by like two. No. Uh, no, Jordan is winning. Oh, and he's up by two. Thank against <laughs> Braden six, Kyle's four, and Warren's three. So really, we have our winner. Yeah, it's <laughs> me. But I have a great question. There's two le- two left. We have to do this one and then a summer one, and then we'll and then that'll be. The I mean, we could go all the way to the start of the season. No, we got to end it. Okay. He wants to end it because he's up by two right now. Correct. And then we got to figure out next time what the winner gets. Yes. All right, you guys ready for this question? This I'm is ready. a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So the Jackets have been, uh, you know, a team for 23 years now. They have been in two different divisions at one time. The amount of teams in the division was five. Now it's eight. What is, with both of those combined, or not combined, with all the seasons involved, what's the highest the Jackets have ever gotten in their division rankings? Okay. I like that one. Cool. We'll find out after the break. All right, so before we listen to, or we give our answers, because I think I know the answer to that question, uh, we got to talk about our incredible sponsors. First off, we got High Bank Distillery. Uh, it is beautiful outside. The weather is changing, and it's patio season. So, I mean, what better way to spend your evenings, your days, at High Bank outside on their amazing patios? You can take your dog. Outside. Take your doggies. Yeah. Pups on the patio. Take them. Take them. Drink the alcohols. Drink all their alcohol. Enjoy their spirits, their cocktails. Good food. Their incredible food. My favorite thing on their menu is their hot honey pizza. Dude, oh, they, I haven't oh, had that yet. It's delicious. What they make with Mike's? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's so good. Mike's hot honey. I've got um, a jar of that in the pantry at all times. It's a must. It is. Well, yeah. Great pizza. <laughs> great food. Uh, great cocktails. Put some Mike's hot honey on a good uh, piece of toast in the morning. You know, it's good. Oh, Let's get out of here. Okay, right? nice. I've never yeah. done that. It sounds actually pretty damn good. Delicious. Uh, hey, if you uh, don't even check out one of their locations, you can go to any liquor store around Columbus, around the state, pick up some of their bottles. They have award-winning spirits, uh, whiskey war. They have vodka, gin, rum. They got it all. Check them out. Highbankco.com for more details. We also have SeatGeek, right? Geek your seat. Geek your seats. Seat in the geek. Seats. $20 off uh, first time purchase. That's right. With an email address. And then if. What code do they use, though? You see, uh, with C, uh, promo code CBJA for CB Columbus Blue Jackets Artillery. Uh, CBJA. And then if, like, maybe you have an email address you haven't used in a while, like from high school or something, and you want to go in there and use that and maybe get another $20 off, nobody's telling you to do that, but they're also not telling you not to do that. They're not telling you not to do it, so. Just look. There's an opportunity here, okay? And when opportunity comes knocking, you better answer the door. You answer the door is what I've been told. All right? So CBJA, SeatGeek. 
Use it $20 off your first time purchase with every single email you can possibly Dig use. Dig seat. Dig your seat. Yeah. That was beautiful. Thank you. Yep. You did good too. Thank you. All right. I do. You did so good. You did Thank good. You. You did Thank good. you. I thought I did well. All right. We're back. I think I know the answer. Hello. So the question is the highest seating that the Jackets have had in any of their respective divisions in the East or the West. Yeah. Kyle, put your. I, no, and stop. Stop. Don't say anything. A seating in the East Are we putting or it in our the notes Metro? Up? I said the West or the East. Oh, fuck. So, like, either. What you're going to do is you just put your hands up for a number. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's their entire franchise, the highest they've ever been. And so you have to keep in mind that at one point there was only five teams. At another point, there was eight teams. So yeah. it's harder to be higher in those seeds. or in those brutal. But they, they really suck to start off the year. That's start extremely true. And that's why it's that's why they were in the uh, West. Interesting yeah. question. I think I know. All right. Let's uh, have you both put your hands up in... Drum roll, please. Three, two, one. Five. Jordan said five, and Fifth. then Kyle said three. And the answer is in the years of. In the years of 2000 and. Do you even know five the answer? Five in 2006. <laughs> I just was looking for it, sorry. 2005 and 2006 and 2016 and 2017, they were ranked third in their division. Third? So both in the, uh, in the Central and then both in the Metro, the highest they've ever been is third. Well, so Damn. wait a minute. Now you're changing it up to divisions and not conferences. I said division. You said East or West. No, Those I are said conferences. Di- no, he was saying that at one point we were in the East or the West. Yeah, I was just saying our division. I said our division. I got it yeah. right anyways. I don't know why I'm yeah, yelling. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why I'm yelling. <laughs> no, but that's the answer. Yeah. There you go. Oh, I can come back. I got five now. You have yeah. seven now. You can tie. You can't win, but you can tie. I have seven? No, you're not. Uh, I have five now. Like, you're what, not didn't, like the year that we made the we swept Tampa, didn't we get like the wild card in the fifth spot? Yes. I yeah. think so. That's it what was I was thinking. Uh, I, I knew sense. like we didn't we weren't like in the division for it, but all right. Well, there you go. You love to see it. I feel like I'm still here. There's something missing. I thought what do you I mean? was right. I feel like I'm still in trivia time. But do, something do, do, would tell do, me that do, I'm do, not do. if I uh, hear... Uh, okay, moving on. Oh, got it. I see what you're saying. Hold on. Moving on. Where am I? Yeah. We've traveled <laughs> to another segment. Oh, my <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, so this one, so listen. Uh, this segment, we're just going to kind of go quick. Wow. I just had a stroke, I think. We're going to go quickly through it. Uh, so... Obviously, all the hype right now is about Conor Bedard, right? Conor Bedard, we want him to be a Blue Jacket. He's going to be the number one overall pick. Every team wants him, but only one's going to get him. And there are there are possibilities, because it's a draft lottery, that we do not end up with Conor Bedard, right? We have a 13.5% chance of get, getting that number one overall spot, and there's a chance we don't get him. So, there are a handful of other names that uh, I think we should talk about because we may not get a Bedard on this team. So there are three names specifically that we're going to talk about. The first one being uh, Adam Fantilli. Uh, he is rumored to go possibly number two overall in the NHL draft. And 
He is currently with the University of Michigan. He's a freshman there. He's 18 years old. Yay. Uh, he had 36 goals, or sorry, 36 games played this past season. In those 36 games, he had 30 goals and 35 assists, 65 points. Pretty much a two-point-per-game type of guy. And I believe he won the Hobie Baker Award? Baby? I believe he did. That's the Heisman of hockey. Okay. So. Well, th- that's that's good. Yeah. Did he really? Yeah, I think so. That's pretty dope. Uh, he is also a center, so something that the Blue Jackets desperately need. Another University of Michigan products. Maybe he has some ties to Kent Johnson. Maybe uh, him and Z could be buddies, buddies while they're while they're on the Blue Jackets. So I guess what are our thoughts about potentially landing a guy like Adam Fantelli? Love it. I if if it's not Connor Bedard, I want it to be him. I've watched a solid amount of Michigan hockey this year, and he yeah. is really good. He deserved the award. I'd love to see him on here. We need a center, um, and he will be my number one center, and I'll be pumped to have him on this team if we don't get first overall. Yeah, so I feel like ultimately, with take Connor Bedard out of the equation, Fantelli, the past probably five, six, seven years, probably would have won number one. Oh, yeah. Like, 100%. he's that good of a player. Yeah. So, um, also, speaking of Michigan, did you see Bucci? Uh, he was He tweeted out, like, their head coach to come over and coach the Blue Jackets. No, yeah, that's <laughs> what awesome. anything Bucci says is like <laughs> so void, and he's such an. I love Bucci Cross. You might love him, but he doesn't have any fucking clue what he's talking about mm. when it comes to that. Disagree. He's he's totally a fan in that aspect. Oh, no, he is. He is like, and he doesn't really yeah. know anything about no, Columbus hockey. He, he's a big Columbus guy, though. Since his, when? His when son, how? Based off on what? Uh, he has cl- ties here, and like his son played at, at Miami, which is pretty fair, but close. Not even close. That's Cincinnati. <laughs> Relax. It's in the state. So he, he's a big Buckeye guy. He's a big. He's a Ohio State uh, just sports fan. I think in general. Sure. So yeah, I don't know. The, oh, it's so weird that like people are taking him seriously. No, like that was such an off the cuff like tweet. It wasn't meant. He's to be doing serious. it all the time, and people yeah. are. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I Bucci's cool. He's not like Friedman, where he tweets something and it's like kind of weird. And he's not good at broadcasting. Anyways, he has that. a very interesting spray tan sometimes. <laughs> it's so strange. Uh, lots of weird selfies from him as a 50-year-old yeah. man. Yeah, I'd agree with that too. Anyways, uh, yeah, Fantilli, I think that he could end up coming in and being even a better piece for this team than Bedard would be. I think if yeah. if Bedard were to come in here at uh, number one overall pick, he would 100% be the focal point of the entire team, which takes away from everything else that we have going here right now uh, with this team prospect-wise and everything else. So er- everything is focused on him. And then the expectations. Don't get me started on the expectations of somebody like Bedard comes in here with this with this fan base, thinking that he should probably score on every shift that he ever touches the puck with and, and shit like that. Oh, yeah. I also want to go and and reference Edmund, the Edmonton Oilers really quick. They also got a franchise talent a few years ago uh, in Connor McDavid, right? And they have not won a fucking thing since then. Yeah. So I I am true that they're on their way to winning this series against LA right now. Uh, then they have a really hard Western. I get there's not really that hard of a Western Conference to run through. Um, if they don't do anything again this year. The, the Connor McDavid, the franchise player that you're supposed to build your entire team around, is, is not really that. I don't know. Well, I don't even know what I want to say. Man, it's hard to manifest that, I guess, uh, with Bedard if he's going to come in here because that's we we see it in Edmonton right now. That is the next coming of of Connor McDavid is Connor Bedard supposedly, yeah. and they have not won anything. They've won nothing. So I, I'm not convinced that he's going to come in here and save the franchise. You you cannot convince me of that because I don't believe it. I'm watching it right now. I'm watching it for the last six years, and nothing's fucking happened up there. Yeah. 
All the, all that's happened. The, the most the notable thing that's happened up there since is, is fans throwing their jerseys on the ice ever since they drafted him. That's I mean, seriously, it's it's disgusting. I, and I'm look, Fantilli, I think coming in here and, and fitting in and being that puzzle piece, I think is a better fit, in my opinion, than Bedard coming in here and being the entire focal point and not just a piece of the I puzzle. I see your point. I mean, I I, I get it. Um, but damn. A once-in-a-generation talent like a guy like Connor Bedard. I it's would not once-in-a-generation. He's in the same generation as Connor McDavid. All right, it's not wait, a generational okay, talent okay, if fine. there's two of them. Whatever. Semantics. But, uh, no, after, like, actually digging into Fantilli, like, I do like I do like him. I think he'd definitely bring a, uh, something that this team desperately needs in a center, and I think that he could be NHL-ready, like, right off the bat. He would uh, so. He would play another year in Michigan, right, or two? I don't think so. I think he, he would just, not play two. No. He would definitely only play one, if that. I think it would be like Marchenko, honestly. I think he'd, he'd, come, up I think he'd come in right away. Marchenko played four years in Russia before he came here. I don't think Fantilli well, Okay, when he joined States. this organization... Yeah, he played four years after he joined the organization okay, in Russia. Well, I I'm sorry. I, yeah. I think Fantilli comes in right away. Uh, you think he comes in next year? I think so. If you're gonna, can, yeah. Like, think about it. We drafted Cole Sillinger at, like, what, 11th, and he right away he was on the team. That's like, true. Granted, I mean, you know, different scenarios, but, you know, I think he's a guy that's ready to go. Yeah, okay. But, uh, yeah, I, I agree, and I'd love to see it, and I'd love to see him get thrown into that number one spot between two of the best four wingers in the yeah. league uh, and Line and Goudreau. I'd love to see it. Yeah. Um, more right. than Bedard, to be honest. I know that is that a hot take. That's a pretty hot take. I'd love to see yeah. Fantilli in here more than Bedard. Uh, I think Bedard, I don't, I don't believe. Getting, I don't believe that you believe that. I truly don't. I <laughs> truly I'm, look, don't I'm watching McDavid, two of the best players in the league in and the world, still, right, so, and he's still. It doesn't. It's and they don't win anything. Right, they so, win nothing. Is it McDavid's fault? He's still leading Tampa the league. Wins everything. He's leading the league in yeah, goal system points fault, every anything, single the, year. How is that his fault? And so is Drysaitel. It's not. But how that, is it their I'm fault? I'm not saying it's their fault, but they still don't win anything, regardless of whose fault that's it is. Their team. That's the team. Sure. Yeah, exactly. So All right. That's my point. So on on the. When it comes down to the NHL draft lottery and the balls fall in our favor, we had the number one pick. Who you taking? Well, Bedard. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the not. I'm not saying. I, I'm not saying I wouldn't take him because you cannot not take him. Yeah. That you if you t- if if Yarmo passes Bedard and goes <laughs> oh, to Fantilli if he gets can number, you imagine he's fired on the spot be, I would yeah, oh yeah fired on the spot I would be calling him at the draft table if I am but McConnell I all, because your hands are tied yeah. you you have no other choice you have to take that guy. Because of media, because of public perception, everything around this guy. But if you get the number two pick, then I think that might be a blessing in disguise with could Fantilli. Be. Very well, could be. I don't know. Um, I'm not. And I'm not saying it's McDavid or Drysaddle's fault, but it's the, it is the team's fault. It's the team they're on because they're that is a generational talent on a team that doesn't win anything, and that's exactly what it would be here if we got Bedard. But I just don't understand the argument because. Wouldn't you rather have that generational talent and still win nothing or not have him and still win nothing? If the result's still the same, why would you not want to have a player that's better? How do you know it's going to be this? I'm saying Fantilli comes but in. But we're, we're using the example that you used of Connor McDavid and the Edmonton Oilers. Before Connor McDavid, they weren't winning anything. With Connor McDavid, they're still not well, winning anything, but they're always in the well, conversation. They had Wayne Gretzky for a while. They won a lot of stuff. Right. Then, well, you're so. now you're going back like <laughs> how yeah, they won. They won things. They won. They won. Before. I don't. I don't. We've never won anything ever. I don't fault McDavid or Drysaddle. I mean, at that point, like they're, they're doing not at fault. No. They're doing what they can, and like they're the, the best players in the league. Yeah. They are consistently year after year one and two in points scored, like points. They are every single year, and yet they win nothing. Yeah, I would rather. 
not have those guys and win something like Tampa or like Boston. Not having guys that are they have Pasternak and Kucherov. Well, the Oilers can win a playoff series. They can win a playoff series, but they're not winning. A and cup we've this only year. win one our entire time. So I still, I just, I, I don't know. I also like I'm talking about like the Oilers in like the 21st century. I'm not talking about before that. Like they have not done anything. And then they got Connor McDavid, and they're always in the conversation. They win playoff series. They don't make it to the finals, but they weren't. They've only won one, two playoff series since McDavid got drafted. They have. That's. It. I mean, oh no, they made it to the Eastern Conference Finals last year or Western yeah. Conference Finals. They've won four. Sorry, my point. Uh, yeah, I I can keep beating a dead horse. All right, moving on then. Uh, so another name that uh, probably will go top five in the draft, who we could top potentially land would be Leo Carlson. Uh, he is currently playing in the Swedish Hockey League. Overall stats, I'm not like blown away by this kid. I don't under I don't really get the hype around him, I guess. Um, but he is also a center. He's a big body. He's a guy that we could potentially bring in. Uh, do we have any like th- thoughts on him? I don't know. I've never really seen him play. I really can't comment on it uh, too much. But yeah, again, I'm, I'm just the not same blown, way. I'm not blown away by him. He's 6'3", 194 now, and big he's boy. 18 years old. So he's a big dude. Big boy. Uh, this kind of like I feel like this is a, would be like another Pierre Luc Dubois type coming in, being that power forward that also has a really good shot. Yeah. Um, something like that. I that'd be great. Uh, Pierre Luc Dubois was on his way to being the number one center, like a number one center in the entire league. Now he's not. Um, but yeah, I I could see him totally coming in and being something like that. Like you said, though, is. Not totally blowing me away with the stats, but I don't know. That doesn't mean a ton, I guess. I mean, in tangible, yeah. like whatever his skill set, whatever else he can do, definitely means a lot as well. Yeah, so we'll see. Uh, the next one that uh, the Jackets have potentially been linked to and you know could potentially land is Will Smith, not the actor, uh, but the hockey player. Uh, he plays for, uh, he's been on Team USA, good numbers, also a center which is something that we need. I see a reoccurring theme here with uh, the top five being centers, which is very good because that's what we need here at the team. Uh, also, yeah, another big guy. Um, yeah, I mean, thoughts on him, I guess. I don't know. Is he a big guy as well? Well, he's like, I think I'm looking at his stats here. Yeah, not six really. foot. Yeah, six foot, 172. So, but uh, yeah, no, a, a center is something that obviously we desperately need. So, um, Another guy that we could potentially land if the cards do not fall in our favor for that number one overall pick. Hey, I don't know much about him or who he is, but if he's a top five pick and he's a center, that's cool with and me. And he plays for Team USA. That's cool America, with me, baby. brother. Come on, that's man. cool with me, brother. U- U.S. The, he played at the U.S. National U eighteen yeah. U eighteen eighteen team last year. Uh, fifty seven games played, forty seven goals, seventy five assists, one hundred twenty two points. Uh, pretty damn good. So that's that's pretty damn good. I would rather take him. <laughs> Holy fuck! I would take him over Carlson in a heartbeat. Based off of stats, sure. Um, yeah, but yeah, he's committed to Boston College next year, so we definitely wouldn't have him for next season, uh, regardless. Yeah, until we, Boston uh, College season in, which is fine. We saw another really good Boston College product be a Blue Jacket for about ten years, an old Cam Atkinson. Yeah. Yeah, you're so, right. Yeah. yeah, I'd love to love. Well, what, uh, I don't know. Didn't Johnny Gaudreau go there? No, I don't. I don't. think he did. Did, did he? he? I think so. I'll we'll need to fact up. check that I'll one. Look it up. I'll look know. that up. Yeah, look it up. But yeah. yeah, I I I think I agree with you. I in my my board right now is Bedard number one, Fantilli number two, Will Smith number three. Yeah, I, would I go don't there. want yeah, he went Mitch to Boston College. Okay. Gaudreau did. Yeah. Hell yeah. 
Oh, that's right, because they were like buddy. Like yeah, when they, yeah, when yeah, Gaudreau yeah. first came into town, like 2011, he stopped 2014. by Cam's house. It seemed oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's cool. Yeah, no, I like that. I like that. So top did Kevin three. Hayes. There you go. Huh. Sorry, random. Bring him in too. Well, yeah, yeah, no, I like that three. Yeah, Bedard, you got. Uh, I don't want Mitchkov. I I don't yeah. want to wait another three years for a Russian winger. Same. I don't. I don't. We don't need that at this point. We it don't has need to be a, a center that's going to be here in the next two years, and I think that's your top three right there. Yeah, I think the Jackets definitely land one of those three. I think that is who we. Those three we just talked about. I think they are. They are going to. One of them is going to be a Blue Jacket. Um, or sorry, those four. Bedard still is an options, but we'll see how the how the old balls. Land, as they say. <laughs> I do like to Could see balls that? land, that's for sure. Because the building. <sighs> All right, moving what? on. Last segment. Balls big as the building. Balls as big as the building. Oh, yeah. Zach yeah. Rowinski. Yeah. <sighs> All right, let's get social. Okay. Here Ooh. we go. Going to answer your questions from Twitter. We are? Yeah, I think Twitter. we are. Oh, a lot of 15 are. of them today. Oh, boy. Oh, baby. Uh, and Columbus takes it back to Pittsburgh. First question <laughs> from Stu Stickles at BS Beef. Front of the pot. So, I'm not going to do it. So I, I, I was letting the silence just be worn. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, we just got to let it be worn. Who of the artillery is going to the draft party over under on Warren making it? Uh, I probably will not be there and over under on Warren making it. Uh, I don't know. Is this it's the uh, draft 3, lottery party or draft party? Uh, draft. He says draft party. Okay. Is, are they doing a draft lottery party? Yes. Yeah, I don't know where. They did one last year at Penn's, Viewing, right? I think of viewing. viewing. No, they did a draft party at Penn's last year. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought yeah. the draft party was at Nationwide. The, two years ago it was. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, uh, my uh, over is plus 3,000 on Warren Go. <laughs> uh, not, I'll be down to go. Oh, I don't no, know. I won't be there. Why? Mm-mm. Because we can just do our own. Oh, that's because right. Because we're the artillery. Oh, you're right. We and did. we can do our own watch parties. That's also And valid. we should. We should? Uh, yeah. All right. Let's do it. We should do a lottery party and a draft party. <sighs> the lottery is so... We haven't... That's quick. That's like in a week and a half. <laughs> that's a quick turnaround to plan a party. Well, if somebody would have said something like two weeks ago, <laughs> I guess. You I'm know. down to do a draft party, though. Oh, wait. Somebody did say oh, something wait. two weeks ago. All right. We'll just do one at... Tyler's apartment. <laughs> All right, I'll be here. <laughs> Everyone's right. invited. Everyone, party, everyone in this room is invited. <laughs> Let's go. Plus Warren. Right. Stu, you can come. And Braden. Yeah. <laughs> cool. All right. I saw, I went to go see Braden pitch. Speaking of intern. Uh, you did. did he throw his ball? Uh, no. He didn't throw a ball? He didn't. I went for no reason and sat in the cold and had a cooler full in high noons. <laughs> no way. And so why did he not throw the ball? Uh, so he's a uh, middle reliever slash closer. Ooh. And they were getting blown out by Baldwin Wallace. And, and so there's no reason to put him there in. There was no reason to put him in. So, so he's yeah. like the, oh, he's like a. He's the bee's knees. You're down 6-7. It's uh, the top of the eighth. We got to put oh, yeah. blah, 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 back in. Oh, yeah. He's the he's the guy, you know. But anyways, he didn't uh, didn't pitch. Yeah. But okay. you drank those high noons, right? Oh, I drank all the high noons. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. They were great. Also, a dry campus can't have alcohol there, but, you know, I was doing my thing. <laughs> Fuck it. All right. Next question from the CBJ haters at the CBJ haters. Uh, maybe friend of the pod. I don't know. Going to Nashville for the draft. Give me some spots to hit up, please. And thanks. Well, obviously you got to hit up Broadway, hit up the bars. My guy, 
Uh, F- FGL house, great, great, great spot. You might see Boone Jenner. Uh, you might walk up to him. Not and anymore. Ask him. Boone Jenner is is uh, engaged oh, right. and yeah, domesticated. He's, he's, yeah, he's wifed up. He's not sitting in the booth waving girls over like he was at mm, the. What a guy, right? <laughs> Good for him. That's uh, <laughs> Seth Jones. I mean, I saw him there too. Um, anyways, it'll be a good time. FGL house is fun. Although I think they they split up, didn't they? Florida Georgia Line. Uh sure. Did they? Uh, they did. Who I cares? Think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tootsie's, Tootsie's, is a, Tootsie's is a must. I mean, that's a Nashville staple right there on Broadway. It's a, the uh, entire city is a, is a tourist trap. It is. It's a bachelorette party tourist trap. Every bit of it is yeah. a tourist trap. If I were to give you any suggestions about Nashville, it's just don't go. I love Nashville. Because it sucks. I, I enjoy the city of Nashville. Because you get drunk there. I, yeah. So I don't know, like, I'm not a, like a, a townie. I don't know, like, the, the hidden gems, but... From when I'm on Broadway, I have a great fucking time. Go to Broadway. There you go. CBJ hit, hit up every single country bar. Kid Rocks is pretty cool. Uh, Blake Sh- Blake Shelton's <laughs> Blake Shelton's uh, old red bar is pretty cool. It's like four stories, and that's pretty dope. But uh, I've never been, but uh, you should go. I bet you there's a cowboy bar there, and you should go to the cowboy bar. <laughs> yes, <laughs> there is one of those. Matt, you might run into Matt Duchesne down he there. You <laughs> might be walking around on the street down there playing with guitar with half his finger. Hell, you. <laughs> One or two of them might be wearing a cowboy hat. He might be on the plane ride home with you coming to Columbus. He might be on his way back. No, Ryan Dezingle in, t- in tow this time, but he might be down there playing. I think Ryan Dezingle got his realtor's license. <laughs> I'm fairly confident I saw that. That's right? awesome. Can you look at somebody fact check that? That's <laughs> incredible. Sure he did. Matt Duchesne, he's not playing in the NHL, but he's a realtor now. I think so. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I saw that. Remember when I bought an Ohio State hockey jersey? Hey, Jean-Luc Grandpierre, that's his main job. Is it? Yeah. I think he. I think I've seen him a few times up on twenty three up by where I live. Yeah, I think he lives up by me. I think he, he, yeah, he's a real estate agent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh. And also, you didn't. Know. <laughs> and also a TNT between the benches <laughs> hockey analyst as well. He probably makes so much money. No, he lives in New Albany. I've seen him. Around Are you New sure? Albany. Yeah, but he okay. probably still makes. Because I saw him at. Uh, he could be like chill on like what he buys, but he I probably makes at, so much money. Oh, I saw him at Gugu's, which is the cop, which is the copy. Gugu's. Uh, well, there's not there's not one <laughs> in like in in like Pal or Lewis Center, so he had to probably to drive down there for it. I mean, there's car washes though. <laughs> not really. He's, He's not gonna drive all the way to New Albany. Nobody's to get a car going. Wash. Nobody's going to the Ninja Car Wash in in Lewis Center. That place sucks. Know. Is this still the first question? This is second question. Uh, what's, the, what's the question? It was the Nashville question. Oh yeah, I don't remember. Next question, John Young at CBJ underscore Chef. As fans, what should we set our expectations to for next season, regardless of who we draft? Two Five. early predictions. Too early next season predictions? Should we just throw them down real quick? Because I'm so off every single year, I'm just going to say our expectation should be 500. Yeah, if we're above 500, that'd be cool. Yeah. But I don't think we will be. I'm going to say next season, 85 points. 85, so that's missing the playoffs. So that probably puts No, it's out. not in the playoffs. Not in the Metro. I said missing the playoffs. Oh, I said making the no. playoffs. I'm sorry. Uh, missing, that probably puts us like, what, six probably in the division. Yeah. 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 That's fair. Uh, what did I say? I said 104 last year. I'm going to say 106. <laughs> Just keep it going, baby. We get one more win. I'm going to keep going one. until we are Boston. You know what? By one prediction to Pittsburgh not making it, I'm pretty proud on that one. That was good. Hey, finally, I've, you I've did it for every, five years straight. Five years straight, but I just I called it. I, when I listened back to, I was like, they're getting older. Mop, Crosby, Malkin ain't the same as they used to be. Yeah. And I was spot the fuck on. 
I say realistic expectations for next season, 500. Yeah, fair enough. What is that? 80, 80 some points, 80, Probably maybe two points. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Uh, all right, next question uh, from Special K at Ham and K19. Who do you want to see win the cup? Personally, I don't care for Boston, but would like to see Nick Felino win a cup. Let's go, bees. Who do you want to see win a cup, Jordan? Yeah, no, I mean, I, I definitely want to see Felino hoist that thing. I think he deserves it. Uh, he's been around the league forever, and obviously, you know, some ties with the old Blue, blue Jackets. Uh, I don't like seeing Felino hug other goalies, though. That I mean, it is what I it is. I get it. It's his thing. Imagine seeing stick. him kiss the cup in another jersey. Right, yeah. Way uh, worse. Yeah, I guess, uh, yeah, I would. I don't like Boston, but I would like to see Felino get it. I guess, no. I, I think I know who you're going to say. I, I wanted to see Corpy and Gabby do really very well in L.A. They're doing okay. They're down three two. Yeah. They can still win that series. Yeah, it's still, it's still anybody's. Nobody's series, talking though. about Seattle, Winberg and Bjorkstrand, in Seattle or Florida with Bob and Duclair. I don't care about Bob and Duclair. Um, I do Bjorkstrand. Yeah, Winberg. I'm kind of like, eh, whatever. But I would like to see Bjorky. How about get Max a, get a Domi in Dallas? No, fuck Domi <laughs> in Dallas. No. <laughs> Uh, I'm not really saying a player because I, that's just not how I personally read the question, but I would like to see the Rangers win the cup. Um, but I just, I don't know. I'm a little cynical and I don't want to see Nick Foligno raise the cup in a different Jersey. Uh, I mean, I'd be happy for him to win the cup for himself, but personally I don't want to see it because I'm selfish. Also why the Rangers? Uh, cause I just, I like New York city and I like New York and I like the Rangers and everything about them. Okay. <laughs> and I love Panarin. Panarin's pretty great. I like Panarin too. Yeah. I love I've kind of gotten MSG. over my I've kind of gotten over my hatred towards him. For Everyone leaving. has. I, if you point. haven't at this yeah. point, then go seek help. Yeah. I mean, how <laughs> yeah. he, there's no way to hate I take Panarin. Pills for that. He stayed two years. He did good and fuck it. He, yeah. yeah. But if he wants to come back, come on back, bud. I'm sure he won't. <laughs> he never will. <laughs> All right. Next question. Oh, you got you got a question? Uh, I haven't read the rest of this question, but I read the first sentence. Uh, Nick top plus S a whole bunch of shit, uh, at top bro. I can't read this. T O P A S O P A D I O P O L I S. Probably an uncontroversial question on the artillery, but I'll ask it anyway. In reference to Monday's spitting chicklets episode, should adults wear jerseys? Uh, yes. yes. Yeah, I don't see why not. It's a right. Look, Ryan. I know this is a Ryan Whitney quote. This is something that Ryan Whitney said. I know I, that was a question on the uh, Let's Get Social. I, know, I saw it. I brought it up before the podcast. I know Jordan. You have some thoughts on this as well. So let me get mine out first here. <laughs> How about it? Uh, yes, absolutely. You are a paying customer of the team and and of that that you support and. If that's what brings revenue to the team, that's what helps pay the players. You're you're buying their jerseys, and as a person, as a player, I think that they also appreciate a lot of fans buying their jerseys. I think that they look at the sales of the jerseys and kind of realize where they're at I, in that aspect, and I, that's just what I think. Um, but yeah, if you are a fan that likes to go to games and like certain players while you go to the games because you're invested in these teams then yes, absolutely you should be wearing the jerseys because that's what you want to do. Ryan Whitney 
can eat my asshole, that elitist piece of shit that he's always been thinking that he's better than everybody else and that his opinion is the best thing out there and that if you do something that he thinks is a little weird, then you're a fucking, you're a a weirdo. That guy sucks. Don't listen to Ryan Whitney. I don't like... I I stopped uh, listening to Spitting Chicklets a long time ago. The whole Spitting Chicklets podcast... I don't like Ryan Whitney. He's not a good person, no. and he just—he's just a loudmouth. He's very kind of sucks at yeah. podcasting in general. Yeah, I uh, love Paul though. Paul Bisnet. I love Busy. Busy. Oh, yeah. Biz and that's awesome. And Biz and that's gonna be the first. I don't. I didn't listen to that podcast, but he's probably the first one that's in Whitney's face saying, well, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Oh no, he already quoted oh, really? him like, "This is the dumbest take you've ever had." Did he really? Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah, I, I personally, I think, yes, it's, to, of course, okay to buy a jersey. I've kind of had a weird thing personally a lot of my life of getting player jerseys, but in the last year or two, I've gotten like three or four and for my first time, and I just, I had so much more fun this year, like picking out, I have nine jackets jerseys now, mm-hmm. and four of them are player jerseys, I believe. I have so much fun. Like picking out, like I love wearing my Cam Atkinson jersey now. I love like because since he's gone, I just it, it's very uh, exciting to pick out which one and why and my reason. It's always like a thing in my head. I'm like, I'm doing this one because of this reason. So I, I it's a lot of fun and I agree. I mean, I think they obviously look at the sales. It's not like they want it too. It's it's and it, oh, my other thing was if you look at Calgary and Edmonton, the entire stands, every single person pretty much is wearing a jersey, and it's. I think that's sick. I think that's Whitney sick. was only saying that to get under people's skin, like oh, clearly sure. trolling. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, so I here's my opinion. So Jordan will do the same thing. I I don't care that people choose to do this after a certain age. I think that's your right. You're paying money for it. You're in the stands. Whatever. Uh, hell, like even like the, the the Rick Nash jersey retirement. I wore my Nash jersey. You wore your Felino because that was Felino's return. It was a big deal. Like I, I wanted to support uh, old Nash. But I think after a certain age, wearing like a player's jersey with their name on your back, I think is a little just, just weird. I don't know. Why? I just I don't know. I just don't think that I think it's cool for like, you know, kids and, you know, teenagers and college kids and stuff. But I think once you get your thirties, like I don't Why? Need, I don't need to wear another jersey with a name on the back. Do you, you were about to say I don't need to wear another adult's name on yeah. me? Yeah. I think it's uh I think it's weird when you go to a game and you specifically only wear a sweatshirt with nothing on it <laughs> and just a specific <laughs> hat and that's it. And you it's intentional. It's it's, it's not cool. intentional. That's just what I like to do. I, you know, I wear a sweatshirt that says usually black or gray. That's just my style. That's what I wear. But I always wear a blue jackets hat with a logo. You know what I think is even weirder is giving that much thought to wearing another person's name on your back. I don't. The question was asked and I gave my answer. That's even, I don't give well, too no, much thought in, about in it. Sense of right you do, me. though, because you've been doing this before the question was yeah, asked. No, you've yeah, been I doing just, this that's for as long do. as I've known So you. you do give it thought. We've had this conversation. You think but here's about the thing. It. I don't necessarily think about it. It's just... You, I, you go in. I you, thought about it one time, and and then from that moment on, I just I wear what I want. I wear just a regular shirt, hoodie, and I wear a blue jacket hat with a logo because I'm a team guy. I I'm think not, it's, not I think it's weirder guy. to give that much thought to putting another person's name on your back than just doing it. Because then you're you like, think I just this is what I you're, you're clearly think putting about up some kind of life. wall there. I don't know. I'm not though. Like I'm not like this is not something I just think about. It's just something I chose to do a long time ago. And I'm like I'm not just I'm not just don't like. A, also another reason I don't want to do player jerseys is because every single player that's on this team wasn't on our team probably two years ago, so I'm wasting money there too. 
Contracts, baby. I don't I, contracts. Literally, are important think there to are sales. two players on this team that were part of the Tampa Bay sweep. Why am I going to invest in in people and players' names that are just going to bounce and leave us at some point? I don't give a fuck about that. As, it's not that I think about it, or I just sit there and just like before I go to bed, I'm like, I'm not going to wear a jersey ever again. I just I one time I'm like, you know what? I'm done buying player jerseys. I'm I'm older now. Fuck it. I'm just going to wear a hoodie and a hat. My first player That's jersey, my philosophy. I got a Cam Atkinson jersey as my first player jersey, and I got it after he retired, or after he got traded. Yeah. Well, Which my, I was proud of. My I was proud first, to spend that $300. My first and only player jersey that I've ever purchased was in high school when it was Rick Nash, and it still fit me when I wore it to his retirement. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I have never once bought a player jersey after that. I don't believe you when I'm you say serious. that you are not intentional in wearing a sweatshirt and a hat, just in the same way that I don't believe Kyle when he says he'd rather draft Fintilli over Bedard. That's, <laughs> That's all great. I have I'm to not say. That's not what I said. When I, when I <laughs> go to back, a game... I will. When I go I to will. a game, I'm not intentional. I just It's just what I do. I wear a sweatshirt, and I put on a Blue Jackets hat. That's it. There's no attention behind it. I just chose and you a are long intentionally time ago, not wearing. I chose a long time ago. I don't put any thought into it anymore. What are you taught? You intentionally don't wear blue jacket stuff, even if it's a jersey or anything else blue jackets that you own or anything artillery. You don't even rep your own fucking brand of games. That's crazy. You intentionally do that. I'm not going to stroke myself off every night. You should. <laughs> you do. I do, though. You're right. <laughs> but you only go to fucking seven games a year, so it's not every night, is it? <laughs> I'm intentionally trying to get you guys angry. That's fine. I like it. Uh, yeah, I said if I if we get yeah, that you, one pick, you take definitely Bedard. said that he would rather pick Fantilli over Bedard. That is Didn't not he what make I said. a clarifying statement to well, saying, he said, you know what? I will say that I rather have Fantelli over Bedard. But he did say if we do get the number one pick, that Bedard would be the obvious choice. Obviously, right? You have to. Take but Bedard. he did say he would rather. He have He did Fantilli. say he would rather. I say have I said Fantelli would fit the team better than Bedard. You said rather, is what I said. I'll run it back. Run it back. The only player I'm jersey I'm ever gonna wear would be. I don't know. Those. I had a thought, but it went away. Rick Nash? Oh, yeah, there's that. Because you've worn that. I know. Because you have a hard on for one man that played here 13 years ago. He was a great guy. I believe he has a hard on for many men. All the time. <laughs> All the time. Uh, another question here from Tyler Scott. That's at, me. At Tyler underscore Scott. To Kyle and Jordan, if you friend, could go back. Friend of the pod. God damn. You're right here. You just said that's me. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, part. you're right here. I'm He's right here. I'm friend of the pod. <laughs> to Kyle and Jordan, if you could go back in time and go to 2018-19, what would you say to the team to keep them and sign them to be, to be the Blue Jackets what? for years to come? Well, I missed the whole middle if of that. If you could go back and in with Panarin and Bob and oh, Duchesne and it, all it, those it, guys. Got it. Got it. And and talk to them and be like, you Nick should Foligno, stay. Cam Atkinson. What would you say clips. to them? What would I say to them? Well, Cam and say, Foligno were here in 2020. I'm pretty just saying that whole team just stayed That's together. That's fair. I would say, Bob, uh, you're not worth $10 million, but Florida's going to give it to you, so peace and blessings. Nailed it. Uh, I would say Panarin, uh, we're offering you more money and your money is going to go a lot farther in Columbus than it is New York. And we're giving you like two, two additional million dollars on the offer sheet. But you want to go to New York and waste all your money. Don't do that. Stay here. He uh, left anyways. He left anyways. Uh, and then Duchesne, am I trying to keep him? Just the whole, uh, I, that was the perfect Blue Jackets team. 
Uh, mm. Wasn't perfect. We didn't win a cup. Yeah. Um, the perfect blue jackets. You're saying I'd be like, hey man, like <laughs> you're not gonna become a country music star. You're not the next Morgan Wallen. Relax. You're gonna lose part of your <laughs> finger. Pump the brakes. You're also gonna lose part of your finger in Nashville. So you might as well just stay here and not risk that all that shit. I feel like he would stay if he heard that. I think so too. Honestly, if yeah. he's like, well, I am from the future. We are telling <laughs> you that you will never be able to play guitar again if you go to Nashville. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I would say. Wow. Yeah, uh, whatever. <laughs> you don't want to answer my question? What I would say is, oh my God, Panera, please stay. I, we need you to stay so bad because we need you with Duchesne and, and Bobrovsky take less money. Please, please take less money because if you don't, then we're not going to have any goaltending because Elvis sucks. Elvis sucks so much and we just we just don't know what to do without you, Bobrovsky, please. Was Elvis even in the equation then? No, was uh, he was in the. He was in like. He's, he's gonna say system. we know who's coming next, and we don't yeah. want him. Yeah, I, and, I would. I did imagine one of you just like begging for mercy. And Pierre Luc Dubois, <laughs> please stay. Please just stay with us. What is that? I thought it was someone banging on the wall because you're too. loud, but it's not. It's someone going <laughs> up the stairs. <laughs> Pierre Luc Dubois, We're waking please, the neighbors. Please stay. We need. No, they're loud as shit. You're fine. Okay. All right, that's all I got for that. Thanks for answering my question. Yeah, I got you. Um, yeah. You got any more questions? I only asked. Uh, oh, yeah. No, I do. Uh, <laughs> uh, Michael Canary at Michael Canary. Is he zero a bird? Two, uh, His profile picture is of a hockey player. Mm. Favorite type of pizza and why is it pineapple? That's a terrible question. That's a horrible question. Or pineapple on pizza response. is Pepper. fucking awesome. Uh, I like just pepperoni. I'm original. Me too. I ditto that. Yeah. Just, I don't need all the bells and whistles on my pizza. He's I always got to be a country. I do like, I really have fallen in love though with like hot honey on everything. So pepperoni, I'm going to try that. Drizzle that. I've never pizza. gotten it. I'm going to try it. Pepperoni pizza is the most overrated fucking thing. On the, get, get mushrooms or, or some peppers or. All right. How, let's do this. Like spite. Like what the fuck? Why does everybody just love pepperoni so much? Grow up. Let's go with. Kids what's, love pepperoni. Let's go with what's your favorite pizza chain and your favorite pizza place. Because there's a difference. My favorite pizza place of all time, which I've found recently, is Joe's Pizza and Bexley. Never had it. It is. Uh, I get an extra cheese and mushroom personal 12 inch pizza from them every friday and it is the best pizza i've ever eaten in my life my favorite pizza chain is cottage inn uh my favorite pizza place is this little shop called new york city pizza in myrtle beach south carolina <laughs> it's incredible pizza <laughs> new york. i imagine it's like the new york style right 100 yeah, okay and it's greasy as shit and i get it all over my hands and then i go and play in the sand at the beach nice yeah, it's awesome uh, my favorite pizza chain, I'll start off with that, is, it's gotta be Donato's. Like, I mean, huh. you can't go wrong, Donato's. I like extra sauce under the cheese. That's really good. I like it extra saucy. Uh, my favorite pizza place, uh, Fat Cat Pizza in Lancaster, Ohio. They put the, they put the pepperonis under the cheese. Oh. It's really cool. Joe's does that too. No, they sure don't. They it's have. delicious. <laughs> well, Yeah. Maybe they do. I don't know. I don't know. I don't have a favorite pizza chain. I mean, look, it's like, what's your go-to if you're Probably Donato's. drunk and you want to order pizza or something? Uh, drunk and want to order pizza, I'm going like Mikey's. 
Oh, I also really like driving all the way to downtown to go pick up a pizza. Uh, it's a chain. Yeah, that's that's is that a chain? Yeah, like they've got trucks in different yeah, like locations. Three locations. I wouldn't consider that a chain. I also really like Sabaro. Oh my uh, god, that's terrible pizza. You are an awful person. That is cardboard. So maybe maybe don't go to the New York City little pizza shop in Myrtle Beach because I love it. Because I also love Sabaro. I mean, I love New York style, but Sabaro is trash, dude. The Polaris Mall just made this fucking most bomb Sabaro. I'm just saying they have really good Strombolis, but their pizza sucks. Everything. Pineapple on pizza is awesome. Oh, there's a place down the street. Yeah, we hijacked from, that guy's question. <laughs> uh, what's it called? Uh, fuck, I forget the name of it. We've had it before. I got it for us. Pizzano's. Oh, that place slaps. Pizzano's on, uh, on Cassidy Avenue and and I some I don't know. It's some ghetto in Columbus. I maybe I don't they know. They have good strumbellies. Fuck, their stromboli is the best thing I've ever put in my face. I'm not joking. It is so fucking good. There's a difference between a Stromboli and a Calzone. It's a Stromboli. Okay. And it is insane. So good. There's another other little shop downtown. I just never can remember. That You've name. had that Stromboli, Jordan. I ordered yeah. it for podcast. I'm pretty sure that was a Calzone. Stromboli, that's a dude. Stromboli. Because I've had it, and that's why I brought it up. Stromboli and Calzones are made in the same format. Yeah. But they're a different category. I don't know, man. You go down there and tell them that what is on their menu as stromboli is not stromboli. It's not. That's a calzone. It'll you be go in a different them. category on the menu. <laughs> you go tell those Greek mobsters that make that pizza down there. That I will. Not, yeah. I yeah, will they'll, down, they'll be ready for you. All right. Uh, also, pineapple on pizza, awesome. Great fucking addition to a pizza. We heard you. Is a, is a pineapple. We disagree. Pineapple! Next question. Huh. Uh, from Nick Blankenberg Borg at oh, Blankenberg. Like, wow, Blankenberg. Ask a uh, question, huh? Does Nationwide Arena need to start selling sloppy steaks? What's that? I don't know. Sloppy sticks? Steaks. Steaks. Yeah, I would like a floppy steak. Is that like a walking taco, but like a steak? I think it's just a steak and you hold it and there's no plate. And so because of that, it's floppy. It's sloppy. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Why not? Sloppy, sloppy steak. Oh. Anything is so better wait, than It's the- not cooked? <laughs> I don't know if that's. I feel like raw steak is pretty sloppy. All I know is the bacon on a stick is overrated. It's way too fat. Oh, it's just fat. It's just fat. don't buy that. It smells great. It smells great when you walk in the arena, but it is it's shit. Get popcorn, and you'll be shitting it in like an hour later. Uh, all right. Well, I got like one more question. Yeah, I think I've. I'll read this one that you're probably going to read next. Ha ha ha. This question comes from Danny Smith at the Danny Smith. If you could pick CBJ and one other team to do a global series game anywhere in the world, who are we playing and where would it be? Uh, we would play the uh, Arizona Coyotes and it would be in the Bahamas. Bahamas? Yep. Nass- see, they're going Nassau, to, uh, Bahamas. See, they're going to Australia this year. That'd be cool. The, if they're going to the... The global series, I think it's there's a Coyotes and somebody else out west. Oh, really? Have, really? Yeah. There's a four that. team going to Sweden, Stockholm. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're going to uh, Australia. That's cool. down under. I want to cool. see. I want to see like. I want to see, like Boston. I don't know. Fucking Blue Jackets in Tampa in like Sicily. Just some Sicily. random bullshit, dude. Just. Or like, like I want to see Vancouver and Seattle play in 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 uh, Moscow. I want to see <laughs> North Korea. 
That's awesome. <laughs> Wait, uh, this is actually crazy. I didn't LA see this. LA and San Jose playing in, in, in North Korea. So in North Korea. <laughs> the Kings and the Coyotes are going to Australia, Melbourne. Yeah. yeah. That's why. You. Why? I like why cool. Australia? That's so interesting. Why did they go to Finland? Oh, that actually made Finland a lot of sense. has hockey players yeah. instead of Sweden. <laughs> no, I, yeah, but Australia right. does not. They're trying to grow the game, guy. And it's they're picking the Coyotes. Well, they're all. It's probably a quick trip because they're. It's on not. The West a, Coast. There's no such thing as a quick trip to from Australia the on the West Coast. So like they just fly no. that way. Oh, you can go the other way. It's sick. Yeah, it's I thought you can only go the one way. It's a globe. Oh, I think Earth's you flat. don't actually look at me like I'm not <laughs> fucking joking. I'm pretty sure you can go the other way, right? That's crazy. That's why they picked the West Coast. So you teams. can go to Hawaii. You can fly over it. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> okay, Kyle doesn't understand when I'm joking. As long as you don't hit the ice wall of the flat <laughs> Earth, then you can go that's anywhere. That's what I'm. That's why I'm so confused. Yeah. Thank you for understanding my yep, joke. I got you. I didn't know you were making a flat Earth joke. Well, you were clearly <laughs> lost. It was it was very obvious in your face. Uh, all right, next question. Uh, from the Finn at CBJ Finn with four Finnish flags in her. That's Julie. Have you ever met Julie? Four Finnish flags in yes. her. In her name uh, is what I meant to okay. say. Got it. Got it. That was really good. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Really meant, I'm sorry. I got distracted in the middle of that sentence. Yes. Uh, what is Kyle going to do this summer? I asked, I quote tweeted the artillery question tweet and said, ask me what I'm going to do this summer. So okay. what are you going to do this summer? Uh, I'm going to get really fucked up and play golf and make bad decisions. Can I join you? <laughs> Please. <laughs> make bad decisions. <laughs> Somebody, I don't have to worry about hockey or anything, so I'm just going to yeah. do all the fun shit. I would like to drive the golf cart. Okay. But you can drive the cart. Very drunk. Yeah. Please. What was the question? I don't see it. What What is Kyle going to do? Going to be doing summer. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's if you're it. still listening to this episode, good on you. <laughs> We're just good on you. Are we you. done? There's one more. Kelsey had one too. Ask the Kelsey question. You Me? see that one? Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, if you had to wear one pair of shoes every day for the rest of your life, what shoes would you pick? Easy fucking question. It would be my Birkenstocks. And I don't care. Well, wintertime. I don't care. <laughs> okay. If I could only wear one, it would be I would get really fucking thick socks and I would wear Birks and I don't go outside in the wintertime. <laughs> and I don't usually go outside in the summertime. That's not true. But wintertime especially <laughs> I don't. So Birks. Uh, Birks, okay. Uh, you go next. I would wear my Red Wing eight inch rise steel toe, baby steel toe boots. That's crazy because they are the most comfortable pair of shoes I've ever owned in my life. My feet have never felt better and I've owned them for five years. Uh, they are waterproof. They are also like insulated so I don't get cold in them. Mm -hmm. And also they are great in the summer because they breathe really well. So they are the perfect versatile shoe that protects your feet okay um i think i would wear it was a toss-up I, I really like vans big van guy uh, i had the, the classic ones i have like you know a bunch of them uh but i really like the the easiness of my huck boots my hook boots however, you say, however you say the brand it's h-u-k i think it's hook, hook. uh they're like my the fishing company huck, yeah, huck yeah. yes 
I, I don't know. They're just convenient. They just slip right on. They're just, you know, you don't got time. You just put them on. You're going to go. You can wear them in shorts, jeans, anything. And they're yeah. just, that's just what I think that's what I'd wear. That's what you wear forever? Forever. All right. We're done here. <laughs> we done? Let's get out of here. All right. I guess we can get out of here. Let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. Um, you want right. to skedaddle? Yeah, let's skedaddle. Let's We've been rambling on for sk- too long. Uh, all right, little boomers. Thanks for listening to episode 247 of the podcast. It's been going too long. We I appreciate mean, you for listening. Yeah, we've been rambling for a little bit, but it's, it's ridiculous. Fine. It's fine. It's off season. We got you. Just we'll do what we want to do. Whatever. I'll ramble next week. Who ramble, fucking cares, ramble, right? Ramble, ramble, ramble. All right. We'll see you probably next week for the artillery podcast. Don't forget to, Don't forget to spay and neuter your trivia hosts, Boston Browns. That's me. Source. <laughs>